it's okay to set boundaries. It's a resilience that our ancestors passed down to us. Take into account that intergenerational trauma, we were taught silence or physical harm or danger whenever we spoke up. So we have to first check that wound and to label those emotions. In learning this about myself, just recently I've discovered the importance in healing first myself, then my other relationships from wifehood to motherhood. All on here on this podcast, Dear Mama, Hi Daddy, I share with you openly, honestly, and shamelessly. Thank you. Welcome, welcome back. I um, am feeling refreshed. Um, Today is my first day of um, the Daniel fast, so I will um, talk a little bit more about that later. Um, Today I want to share the questions and answers I've been receiving entering this discussion. I want to fill in my story a little bit more about my childhood childhood to heal wounds, continue to heal wounds. I let my body hold firm for so long, so let's talk about it. Recently, I've been reaching out to family, so I decided through Facebook to reach out a little bit more and extend that invite um, that anyone wanted, if anyone wanted to answer any questions. It's helping me remember a lot of things as a kid. These people were around me as a kid and they were like uncles, girlfriends, my mother's cousins, great uncles, great aunts, and other relationships and connections of people just laying right on my Facebook page. Um, So anyone who wants um, to know more about their history, I suggest starting there if you, if you don't have the numbers. What I have found out from those connections has filled so many blanks I drew in my memory. Growing up, I was made to believe things about myself um, that I realized my mother's punishments that I addressed in previous episodes, but talking to these adults in my life that were around in my youth, it brought up feelings I did not know I had. The feelings that it brought up from me was a emotional. This time around, I realized this was the anxiety-driven feeling I had before I have my big burst of emotions that I described also in previous episode. My anger was definitely misplaced and not labeled correctly. This was harder for me because I've been doing body scans. In the start of my inner healing work journey, my gut felt punches and heavy in a different way. It gave me that inner ache I've talked about because of what I was told or things that helped me remember my experiences beyond the physical abuse. I'm feeling the emotional abuse now and it's hard going back, you know, through your childhood and digging those wounds up. It really is hard. The first step was my accountability, then a little bit more denial, then more accountability, then a little bit more denial. And I want everyone on here to know that it's okay to make mistakes and kind of go backwards in the way that you feel because we've, we're learning, we're, we're learning how to rewire ourselves and that can be hard at times when you are triggered. I'm feeling things in such a real way for the first time since I broke this generational curse. It's hard remembering these thoughts all while, you know, being a wife, being a mother, sibling. It's it's overwhelming. It's it's spiritually draining. So, this stage I'm learning different meditation practices, the breath work and sound vibrations while keeping the same fast prayer fast and prayer life, which I'm going to be comfortable sharing. I love 
love shower prayers nothing like it i get a lot of answers when i just sit and let the water run something about sitting under the water and talking to god makes it helps my spirit uh talk to my flesh in like a real way not like a schizophrenic way guys but in like a real way it's a real good connection but anyways hearing other people say they knew my mother would go uh, too far with me made me evaluate everything as a child and go back further into my pain um and dig up wounds of things that i've heard but never i just heard and brushed it off my shoulder so i've always heard throughout my family that my first word was bitch now i've always um laughed it off with the people the adults telling me this and they're laughing but to me now i look at that as i'm like who i have a one-year-old and he repeats stuff so who was calling me a bitch and i realized well my mom has my whole life at one point i almost thought it was my name <laughs> Uh, if teachers didn't call me by my name in school in like kindergarten, I, before the, before I started school, I literally thought my name was bitch. And, um, so I'm healing on that now uh, because that I didn't realize how bad that hurt to know that the one-year-old me was being called a bitch, a one-year-old. And I look at my one-year-old, you know, when he starts talking, that's about the time I start talking. Um, to think that he would be cursing would be my realization and accountability that I was cursing around him. It's learned behavior all of it. I'm also learning things in my personal relationship. I'm also learning things in my personal relationship that are still being affected because I'm hearing and seeing people and um, the things they say differently. Not that my husband's over here calling me a bitch or anyone calling me a bitch, but I hear things more differently in a way that I know where, why I'm being triggered in those moments of, of just people playing around or saying certain things to me that I used to not take serious but now that i am it's hurtful i think a lot of people think that i am docile because i'm soft spoken spoken and i haven't spoken up in the past that is true so for me now having setting those boundaries it's a little new and people have even told me like oh jasmine you're doing too much and so i'm, I'm learning to be comfortable around people who can take what i say in its purity. My work now is to stay grounded while letting them know my boundaries and that is hard to do for me. It's hard because it makes you, well it forces you, to have uncomfortable conversations with them. Every relationship needs conflict to start healing. If you are a woman that is trying to do those inner uh, healing wounds, it's going to start conflict. Uh, we need to have difficult conversations though in order to create a better um, emotional safe space and in, in our spirit to make room for that, to know that we deserve that. Difficult conversations are delicate and vulnerable. They are not about shaming or blaming. Um, conflict generates a healthy balance in conversation and builds intimacy and love. How I want to start having these conversations with people by being grounded with respect to loving, compassionate, listening ears, by staying present, pay attention to them. I struggle with making eye contact. I'm going to learn to be better with that. That's a real big one for me. And which is crazy is my mom always would make me fear her, but have me answer stuff and say, you look in people's eyes. Your honesty's in your eyes. That's why you're lying. And I feel like what I say, people may take sometimes as dishonesty or a lie because I'm not looking in their face. So it doesn't come from a humbling uh, place, but it's not 
that is that I've always, I've been beat up. My spirit has been so beat up for so long that I scare myself away from saying my truth and sticking to my truth. It, it's not helping me make boundaries. So also um, to not interrupt me and my mother have this relationship where we interrupted each other with just anger. And um, in the past when, before I realized I was toxic, when I was being toxic with my husband, I would interrupt. And even when we're having just a simple conversation, I see that now that I do it, but I stop, I'm catching it before it happens now that I'm aware of it, but it's still something that I struggle with. It doesn't diffuse any situation. Silence needs to be golden during these difficult conversations. I need to be aware of that and I hope those um, key points will that I'm going through and working on will help some of you work on that as well. I want to rebuild my current relationships with the goal of healthy intimacy. It's part of relearning what I was taught about love. So I feel in the past that we get into relationship with out with um ignoring red flags and in doing so that's our level of like love because those red flags are so similar to the ones we're so comfortable with as you at least for me um and what i'm discovering getting more like twitter active uh is a lot of others have these childhood wounds that um came out come out today as suicide suicidal thoughts um and i've also experienced that with in my family it's heartbreaking but there's a deeper root and now that i'm older this happened with my uncle when he was when i was younger um and it was a little bit before i believe his 30th birthday in august and i didn't really cope or grieve the way that i needed to uh i just looked at taking care of people as being strong and then you know not knowing my mom is going through this deep hurt because as a kid i'm kind of understanding that death happens and it didn't hurt as much as knowing the memories i do have with my uncle in my adulthood and wishing he was here it's kind of like bringing up those wounds is making me grieve in a different way in a real way and what i have noticed is you know suicide is connected to a deeper root and nobody knows why someone commits suicide for me seeing the patterns in my family it's kind of answering the why if i am in knowing and standing in truth about my family's um that generation sexual abuse physical abuse emotional neglect i understand my own physical emotional and sexual abuse that's happened and even losing my uncle to suicide makes me wonder and kind of find answers that maybe he was dealing with he was struggling with his inner wounds and no one knows what they are but i know that the alcoholism in our family is connected to some sort of abuse which he had and when he would drink that's when those thoughts came up so i would advise if anyone is struggling with suicide to maybe stop drinking for 21 days and ask those hard questions about what happened to you and share your story say it out loud because you the people around you if they're not validating you those are the people that you need to put in boxes with safe boundaries that make you comfortable because no you're not crazy i've been told my whole life that it's your mom respect her that's your mom that's your mom titles are awesome but titles mean only what you make them or what they mean personally to you a mom can be a mom but it, are they mothering okay if 
you don't feel mothered or loved in any way if your mom and you relationship is toxic you guys keep arguing talking over each other not having compassion or respect for each other there's a deeper root that she has that you she you can't work out for her this generation is always so well the generation before us our parents generation i would say the 70s um babies struggle so much with being taught this oppressive thought of respecting your elders yes respect them i'm not saying go and curse out anyone you have to separate and embrace who you are aside from the being the part that's being silenced because we're trying so hard to be respectful we're not cursing you out we're just telling the truth and that truth hurts so they want to silence us no 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 more no ma'am but that's pretty much all i had for you guys the fast has made me have some clarity and i'm hoping during this 21 days i have a little bit more organized thoughts to share about this journey that i'm on but some key highlights that i would like to reiterate is to stay grounded respectful loving compassionate listening and staying present for whomever is speaking pay attention to them make eye contact don't interrupt silence is golden during these difficult conversations do your breath work learn about breath work breathe through someone telling you the hard truth because we will have denial after that denial really question if and this is for the healthy people talking to you not the ones you have conflict with with no conflict resolution if you have the if you have relationships in your life where you can have a healthy conflict resolution or a resolution to your conflict those are the people i'm talking about setting these boundaries with and practices with so i can't wait to share more as i continue to have these the conversations with everyone in my life to stay with me on this journey please subscribe to dear mama hi daddy podcast wherever you are subscribed or you know have spotify or apple and i'm also on other apps just wherever you're listening please subscribe email dear mama hi daddy podcast at gmail.com follow me on twitter at dmhd podcast and on instagram at dear mama underscore hi daddy thank you and have a great night guys Thank you.